we, uh, we will have the scripture reading taken from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 12, verse, verse 16 to 17. And if they learn well the ways of my people and swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, even as they once taught my people to sway by Baal, then they will be established among my people. But if any nation does not listen, I will completely uproot and destroy it, declares the Lord. This morning, we will have the sermon entitled The Hope for a Nation by Pastor Ting. Thank you, Pamela. Let us come to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you guide us into your word. We pray that you send your spirit, the spirit of truth, to help us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The hope of a nation. Does Malaysia have hope? Do we have hope? Where do you put your hope in? In the past few years back in 2018, 9 of May, on that day, I believe, many of us, we put the hope in the political parties. We put our hope on the new government and we hope that through them this country will change that's when we put our hope on political parties now in 2021 I think a lot of us put our hope in the vaccine uh, get the people vaccinated and over and over again we said about we talk about um, herd immunity and we think of there's hope in vaccine. Assimilation, where is your hope? As a Christian, where is your hope? What do you hope for? I heard some people say, someone said, Malaysia is hopeless to the core. Is that what you felt? Today we are going to look into Jeremiah chapter 12 and think about this. What is the hope that we have of a nation as a Malaysian? For this chapter, uh, we cannot just um, focus on the last two verses because uh, without reading the, the passage at the beginning, um, is it's not a complete view of the whole chapter or the whole message. The last two verses here, chapter, uh, verses 16 to 17, it will um, just focus at a small part of that message. But this, in this passage, actually Jeremiah is asking to the Lord in verse 1, chapter 12, verse 1 said, you are always righteous, Lord, when I bring a case before you. Yet, I will speak with you about your justice. Why does the way of the wicked 
prosper. Why do all the faithless live at ease? Is that your feeling? There is a cry of Jeremiah. Why are these wicked people, why are these faithless people, they live at ease? Why they prosper? Why they do good in such a condition, in such a way that we felt, God, where are you? We don't see your justice. We don't feel you working in our country. There's a feeling of Jeremiah. So that begins the whole chapter. Jeremiah cried to the Lord, Where are you? Where is your justice? And this cry is not about the nations around Judah, but this is about Judah. Jeremiah said there is no justice in Judah, in the chosen people of God. So at the end of this passage, we should look from uh, verse 14. Yeah, I'll read to you from verse 14. This is what the Lord says. As from all my wicked neighbors who seize the inheritance I gave my people Israel, I will uproot them from their lands, and I will uproot the people of Judah from among them. But after I uproot them, I will again have compassion and will bring each of them back to their own inheritance and their own country. So my first point is no one enjoys privilege. Not even the chosen people of God. This nation, uh, the people of Judah, they put the hope in their status as the uh, children of God, as the, as the nation of God. They thought they have privilege. They can es escape from the punishment of God. They thought they can enjoy that privilege. But from this passage, we can tell that God don't give them the privilege as uh, even though they are the nation of God, they are God's nation, but they and uh, the Israelites, the Judah, and also the, the kingdom around them, God will punish them. In verse 14 and 15, there, there are three times that God stated the word. God used the word, uproot. In verse 14, at the middle there, uh, God said, I will uproot them from their lands. This is about all the kingdoms, all the wicked neighbors around the Judah. And also at the end of verse 14, God said, I will uproot the people of Judah. And again, God used this word, uproot. In verse 15 also, this word is used. But after I uproot them. So here God wants to say, there is no privilege for his nation, even though they are the chosen one. God treats them the same way as the wicked neighbor, because Judah themselves is also wicked. Next slide, please. No one enjoys the privilege, not even the chosen people. In Romans chapter 3, verse 9, let us read this verse together. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. 
For we have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. In God's eyes, even the chosen people, they don't have privilege. Because no matter, uh, even if they are the chosen people or the Gentiles, the other nations, God treat them as the same kind of people. And that kind of people is sinners. In God's sight, there is only one kind of people that is sinners. So there is uh, something likely in Romans as what Paul has said. The conclusion is that we don't have any advantage. As a Christian, as a Jew, we don't have advantage because we are alike. We are sinners. There's the status of us in the sight of God. So no one enjoys privilege even as the chosen people of God. Not even Christian, for we are sinners. Some people may think Christians enjoy some privilege yeah, as the status um, that we are children of God, we are uh, the blessed people, the blessed nation. We think we, we enjoy privilege that is different from the other nations. But that's not the truth. Will Christian get uh, COVID? Yes or no? Yes, for sure. Will Christian get cancer? Will Christian get sick? Yes, yes also. Yeah, a lot of, uh, some, some of our members, our people, they get sick. Uh, some of them get cancer. Uh, we say breast cancer this morning. Yeah, a few members of us, they, they go through that process. It's not true that Christians have the protection of God. Uh, he protects us from all kinds of sicknesses, troubles. That's not true. We share the burden. We share the trouble of this world together with the other nations. And also, Christians will die just like all the other nations. So Christians don't enjoy privilege as a Christian. God treats us as the same kind of people, whether Christian or non-Christian, all of us are sinners. This is what we can tell from uh, this passage. As God, He uprooted not only the wicked neighbors, the wicked kingdom around Judah, God also uprooted Judah from their land. So God treat Judah and treat all the wicked neighbors in the same way. Point number two, everyone enjoys mercy. That's the good news. Let's uh, look at verse 15 saying, but after I uproot them, I will again have compassion and will bring each of them back to their own inheritance in their own country. God didn't give some people or a few nations the privilege, but God treated all people all kinds of people the same way he treats us as sinners what did god do to us what did god responded to sinners 
From this passage, we can tell God have compassion to all the nations that He had uprooted. No matter they are Judah, they are the neighboring countries, God treated them the same way. God have compassion on them. In Romans chapter 11, verse 32. Let's read this verse together. For God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that he may have mercy on them all. God regards all of us as disobedience, as sinners. No matter you are Christian, non-Christian, Jews, or, or Gentiles, or Judah, the, the nation of Judah, or the neighboring countries, all of us, all of them, God regards us as sinners. That is the same idea that Paul has said in Romans. So all of us are sinners, and all of us do share the same privilege. Uh, not only certain kind of people, they, they have the privilege, but all the sinners share the same privilege of God that is the mercy from Him. God have mercy on them all, on all of us. So as a Christian, we shouldn't think that we have privilege. We shouldn't have that kind of mindset thinking we are God's nation. We are better than others. We, we have privilege as, a son, uh, as, the, as the children of God. We shouldn't think about that way because that will make us be proud. That will make us feel like we are above all other nations. But that's not true. All the way, uh, since I grow up, I often hear about uh, the comments of different kind of people or different races of people. For example, um, we have comments about uh, Malays. Since young, I hear, hear about that. Uh, Malays are lazy, yeah, they work, uh, they, they enter office uh, about 9 and then go to have tea at 10 and then come back nearly 12, then go for lunch again. Yeah, so after lunch, come back about 3, then have tea at 4, then go back already. So they are lazy people, they are the nation that is so lazy. And some comments about native, uh, native is uh, not so smart, they don't know how to count, so if we cheat them, we lie to them and collect more money from them, they don't know how to count, so they, they just give. Uh, they, they are not so smart. And comments about Chinese, Chinese may be so, uh, Chinese are sly, uh, their business are not honest, and so on, such comments. And about uh, Indians, yeah, because of their darker skin, we say uh, these people are uh, gangsters, they are not kind, so be careful of them. We tend to differentiate, uh, different, we tend to group people into all kinds of groups, and we have all kinds of comments about them. But that is not how God treats us. So how come we treat our nation? in this way. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do, we should do as what God has done. He treats us as sinners. No matter 
Judah, the nation of Judah, or the neighboring kingdom. All of them are sinners. In the same way, we should treat everyone sinners. Even Christians, we are sinners. Other nations, they are sinners. All of us are sinners, but we share the blessing from God. The same, the same blessing from God. That is God, He have mercy on us. So every one of us, we share, we enjoy the mercy from God. Number three, choose your way. You have your right to choose which way to go. In verse 15, uh, 16 and 17 say, And if they learn well the ways of my people and swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, even as they once taught my people to swear to Baal, then they will be established among my people. But if any nation does not listen, I will completely uproot and destroy it. Here, God gives the um, blessed nations, no matter they are what nation they are, God have mercy upon them. But they have to choose their way, whether they want to uh, learn the ways of God's people, learn the law of God, and embrace God's name, pour their life to God, or they choose the wicked way and destroy themselves. That is up to you. Choose your way. So here, God said that uh, since everyone are sinners and everyone enjoy the mercy from God, God have compassion on them. But everyone can re respond differently. Some choose the way of God. Some choose the way that destroy themselves. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 to 2, let us refer to these two verses together. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. In Jeremiah, God said, if they learn well the ways of my people, what is the way of God's people? What is the word of God? The way, as stated by Paul in Ephesians, is the way of love. That's the way that God wants us to walk in. So even if the chosen people, the Israelites, they don't walk in the way of God, for sure, I think God will destroy them also. So it's their choice to choose to walk in the way of God, the, the way of love, or in the wicked way and destroy themselves. So the chosen people of God or the other kingdom, all of them, they share the same blessing from God. They have the mercy from God, but they have to choose what is the way they want to continue. Is it the way of love that they imitate uh, what Paul has done or imitate the life of Jesus Christ to live out the life that is full of love or they follow their own way and destroy themselves? That is their own choice or that is your own choice. The, will, the way of God is love. 
knowing the love of God through Jesus Christ that he died for us not only for us and also for all the nations even the people who don't know about Jesus there's the love of God and as Paul said the way of um, what in the way of love and that is what the children of God the nation of God that we should do to love one another as God loves us for God he has set the example through Jesus Christ he first loved us and that is the way so even though these foreign countries these nations around Judah they don't know God but if they turn to God and they learn the way of love from these chosen people and they will be blessed also just as God treated those who obey his word so that's the way God will treat the other nations so no one will have the privilege um, not our status not our races religion none of us can share can can enjoy certain kind of privilege of course in our society there is but in God's sight there is no privilege in all the nations for we are the same same kind of people we are sinners but God give us his love we enjoy his mercy whether Christian non-Christian uh, Jew, Jews or Gentiles or the nation of Judah or the, the surrounding nations none of them all of them enjoy the mercy from God but only those who obey God's word the way of love and walk among it then they will be built up God will establish um, they will be established among God's people so in the same way what do we hope for where do we put our hope in our country is it the political parties is it the vaccines is it the privilege as a Christian that God have more blessing upon us than to the other people we shouldn't think of that way for God treat us the same way God loves us and we pray that God will help you to walk in the way of love and also we pray that God will help our leaders political parties uh, uh, the leaders in our country that they will follow our way the way of love just as what Paul uh, Paul said on and on again imitate me learn from me as I learn from Jesus Christ as I imitate Jesus so in the same way as a nation of God we should be the example of the other nations that they imitate our way they follow our way the way of love to love one another and we learn that from Jesus Christ and there is the hope that we have in the nation and there's the hope a nation can have let's pray Lord we give you thanks for your first lovers but Lord we pray that you forgive us for we are sinners we have no we have nothing better 
than the other nations, even the non-Christians. We have nothing better than them. Lord, I pray that you help us. Make us humble before you. Because in your sight, we are sinners just as the others. But Lord, we give you thanks for you have mercy upon us. And also to those people around us, to the other nations who don't know you, who don't worship you. You have mercy on them too. Lord, we pray that you use us, use our life to show them the way of love so that, Lord, we can bring hope to this land. We can bring hope to this country in the way of love in Jesus Christ. Lord, help us, lead us, and make us um, comp- make us blameless and perfect before you. And Lord, make us example to others so that we can say it as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Jesus Christ. Lord, that's the life that we want to have. Help us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.